Blog Talk Radio. Aloha. Welcome to Talking Pictures. Happy Monday morning. Today I am going to be double or triple excited. We are going to be discussing a film festival titled the Audience Awards Film Festival. After, please stick around after the guests. We're going to be discussing, um, uh, after I bring the guest in in a moment, I'll be reviewing a few films from the Fusion doc category. Uh, this was a really cool thing that the PR rep contacted us and let us know about. And we are, we're really behind this festival. So I know our listeners and fans are used to me uh, sometimes being a little bit of a babble mouth because I'm so passionate and excited. And so today is kind of like a, almost like I had an extra dose of coffee. Um, we're we're going to be joined in a moment here by uh, Miss Paige Williams. And she's going to have lots to tell us. And so, um, again, this is the Audience Awards Film Festival. And please, again, stick around uh, for the reviews after this interview. So with that, I'm just so excited here to bring in. Um, are you with us? I am. Hey, Paul. Excellent. Thank you. Now, uh, we, we always ask guests, do you like to... Oh no! Do you like to go by uh, Paige or Miss Williams? Oh, Paige, please. <laughs> Paige. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Good to know. So this, uh, as you heard the intro, and uh, please, audience members, check out www. Um, well, actually, we'll just we'll let you start, Paige, because you're the you're the founder yep so where would you like to be so the website is theaudienceawards.com and we host uh, festivals and film challenges and branded contests that provides emerging and established filmmakers opportunities to accelerate their careers and so recently we were last weekend we were in LA for our first annual film festival in North Hollywood, and we ran a women's film challenge uh, where female directors were invited to submit their short films, and those were narrowed down to the top ten. So they premiered Saturday night, and before the premiere, we honored Andi Timolner for her work as a pioneering female filmmaker. And then, as you mentioned, the Doc Challenge, those films screened on Friday night, and before that, we honored uh, F.E.T. Brown for her work in diversity and the night before that was a cool Super 8 one-roll challenge, and we were able to honor Paz Johnson from the Pixies for her work in avant-garde music and film. So it was a great event, good time, and the filmmakers got to connect to the industry in a really big way. A lot of them had never been to L.A. Uh, and got to meet some remarkable people and accelerate their careers um, by being there in Hollywood, and so it was just a, it, it was a great time, and we had about um, 2,000 people show up, so no technical glitches. It was amazing for a first-year event. Oh, well, I'm, I'm so happy to hear that. It's it's interesting. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. Um, it's interesting that you say technical glitches because I had the uh, page open that had the program and everything I wanted to discuss, and 
the window got closed. And when you just said audience, um, I had a film festival website. What was, what was the film festival website? Uh, it's the audienceawards.com slash oddfest. Oh, that's right. I didn't put in. I'm so sorry. I'm not unprepared. What I did was, was I left this. Um, that's cool. I left it. I left the window open because there was so much to read. And um, the audience awards. Oh God, I can't believe this is happening. It's like whenever you roll sound, a, a, a helicopter goes by. So you got to uh, you got to honor these people and honor the filmmakers. Uh, what gave yep. What gave you the, this the start of I, this idea? What was the popcorn kernel? Yeah, well, we've been running the audience awards for um, almost four years, and so uh, a lot of our film challenges have festival premieres like Hot Docs and Doc NYC and Slam Dance, but we're always running online um, genre-based festivals on our site, so we decided to bring all of our filmmakers together for this first year event and put it under our brand. Um, but the audience awards, I was, I was figuring out, I live in Montana, and we were figuring out how to source content for the film office and drive an audience to it. And I'm a filmmaker by trade, and my films used to win the audience awards quite often. And I thought, well, we could just run online audience awards, and then um, we could get the content and also drive an audience, and people could rally their friends and family, and others could discover new new content, new films, and support indie filmmakers, and I decided that was a really good idea. And so I started the company, um, and um, that was almost four years ago, and now we uh, we do a lot of things, and we've grown a ton, and it's, it's super fun. We have a community of over 150,000, and um, the Whoa. best things we heard all weekend was that, you know, these filmmakers, like, we just help them be able to fund their careers and, and tie them to new opportunities. Well, this is, I I am so, I was really uh, taken back by this because I think this is one of those serendipitous moments where, uh, and we want to thank Annie because Annie uh, gave me a call and it was kind of interesting because I, I apparently was missing these emails where she was telling me about it and I thought, okay, I, uh, for health reasons, don't have a driver's license. So I was like, oh, bummers, I can't make it to, uh, to NoHo. But luckily, a, a, uh, just for purposes of, <clears throat> excuse me, how you guys had a, a woman, female crew and people doing everything, uh, we had just brought on a new correspondent who was, a, who was a woman, and she ended up living like on the same block as the event. So I thought this is so weird and serendipitous that I can't get there. And someone <laughs> I just brought on the team is on the same street and that um, Annie called me out of the blue and to see here that you guys, I mean, um, are working with that. You're working with so many different people from Indies to has we discussed on the pre- previous call from Indies to programmers from Tribeca to uh, Effie Brown, who uh, is like my new personal hero after the last project Greenlight. And I'm, yeah. And I'm not, uh, I, I would say I'm, I respect the heck out of work, but I'm this show. We're not remotely into celebrity. uh, And this, 
what, with what's going on in the world, this revolution of uh, uh, women, female artists, and uh, I, as I was going through here and seeing the different panelists and seeing that you have people with from digital producing and you have casting directors and cinematographers and um, what I what I what I always want to learn about these events is that it's such a time of awareness uh, and the word revolution to me has kind of a bad connotation so I don't like saying revolution but uh, what uh, how is it to work with a situation where you're not against men and you're not being anti-man but you're you're having something where it's all women. I mean, like this is really, this is what really interests me because I can't understand or have those feelings. So how, how is that to kind of, you know, navigate as you're creating the event and look at the different aspects of what women bring to it and stuff? Yeah. Um, well, I don't think that that is, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm a, tech entrepreneur as well as a filmmaker and every meeting I go to is all males. Um, And I think a lot of times when females are in, you know, situations where they're pitching films or they're in casting rooms or whatever, that's primarily the case. So we just flipped it um, to provide more opportunity. And, and um, that's what we're doing the women's film challenge for. And it was a big hit and uh, women helping women is the way we're going to be able to increase, um, you know, above the line female filmmakers. Um, and so we're certainly do our part, doing our part to help um, that collaboration and that advancement. And, you know, people hire who they know, whether that's in film or tech or any other oh, industry. Oh, yeah, that's right, right, right. So, yeah, and so, you know, the point is is to connect uh, our emerging filmmakers with the few female um, uh, execs that are out there so that they have people that they can hire. And um, and so that's the whole mission and point. And so it was really cool to run a women's film challenge and give them this opportunity. They also, you know, we gave away over $50,000 in cash and prizes. And so the amazing filmmaker who won didn't have a camera. And now she does, so she can go make more films. And she has an awesome rental from Panavision. And so even those small things like that can help uh, female filmmakers advance their careers. Oh, that's so fantastic. I mean, I, I, uh, as I told you on the pre-call, I want to tell the audience, I, we, we really commend this and, uh, we know everything happens for a reason. So it, it's the fact that we, uh, couldn't get out there and do more for this is just what it is. You enter when you enter, but I, I have thoroughly enjoyed, um, I had the rare experience and blessing of uh, having a strong mother, a strong grandmother, and uh, understanding about the, the the lack of opportunities, like you're saying, in any business, but we're talking film here. And um, But what was different for me was, so as these things started to come around, and, and I love them all, I love these female directors groups. In fact, I see some of these films, like you're saying, uh, you were able to get this, this this filmmaker woman filmmaker camera 
I see some of these films and there's a, there's a, there's a woman filmmaker out right now. And she also was directing Chicago med last week. And honestly, if I haven't met her yet, if you were to tell me I could go hang out with like Spike Jones or Wes Anderson, or I I'm looking more forward to meeting Valerie at her festival screening. And so I've had this great time where, um, all of my experience in the business, because I'm also a filmmaker and I also crude stuff, and then in journalism, all my biggest opportunities have come from a woman production coordinator or a, a woman uh, giving me a, my next biggest article. And so for me, I had this weird thing. Has this started to come more into light where I went, well, everything that's ever taken me to the next level has been from a woman. So I got to have this, I'm getting to learn this extra lesson of, I actually have friends that my male friends couldn't do half the things that my female connections have done. So then getting to learn even more about how uh, the voices weren't being heard. It's so exciting because I feel like every time we're able to do something that it's contributing to the, uh, the mentors who helped me and as I had told you on the pre-call my grandma wanting to be a film historian and back when there was no opportunities so it wasn't that there was just skewed numbers it was just like have kids stay at home and um, so this event uh, just letting the audience know you guys really have to support this uh, because this is not just about as you said you've been in meetings and there's mostly males. This is not to say we don't need males. This is uh, equality um, and working together. Now, this, uh, where was this filmmaker and what was the film name that you were able to get? Uh, she won and got the camera? She is from the UK. The film was shot in okay. Mexico. And the name is The Good Mother. The Good Mother, okay. Um, because I, I wanted to make sure uh, the the films that I received to um, review that uh, if it's on there, I now want to be able to create a second show uh, to to bring into that. Um, uh, again, I want to I I'm sorry that I'm 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 not I I know I'm coming off as I'm sounding like I'm not prepared, but it's because I'm so. Uh, thankful and in awe of what you're doing. Um, the audience here that you haven't had a chance to go to the website yet. I mean, this is, this is, as Paige said, this is mentoring. This is a block of social and political shorts. This is doc fusion. This is animation. This is webisodes. And I think what I like so much about it is that our show is film reviews, mm -hmm. film festivals, Males, females, I mean, I'm even trying to get a grip to come on to tell grip stories. So the idea of just making it about everything's open and what can we do to support new voices and, and women uh, is exactly what we want to do with the show is to say, hey, these indie filmmakers are out there. NBC doesn't care that they about them because they didn't win Sundance. But we want to talk about these films, and we want to uh, talk about these shorts. Um, now, I see that you had a lot of people listed as uh, 
special guests and they program for other festivals. This looked like such an amazing set of films and what I've seen was fantastic. Um, how, what was the process for you of submissions in terms of what got seen? And I don't mean the private business side, but uh, yeah. like narrowing it down, how, how was, how was that process? Right. Yeah. So every month, uh, we run these online festivals and film challenges, and then those are juried, and the audience and a industry jury narrows them down to the top ones. And so those were the films that premiered, and I know you watched some of the Fusion Doc Challenge films, and so the way that one worked is that um, filmmaker teams from around the world sign up, and they're given five days to make a four- to seven-minute film on a given theme. And then those are narrowed down to the top 12, and the Fusion films uh, premiered at Slam dance, and then um, have screened in a couple other places as well as the Project Earth uh, Challenge films. And so that's a really interesting way for people to make great films and then get noticed and get in front of people. I mean, some of those uh, standing who won Fusion uh, Project Earth Doc Challenge, you know, their Fusion Media, which is owned by Univision, is getting him to go now create work for their um, network. And so you know, for an emerging filmmaker who'd never really worked much in the industry to all of a sudden have a television deal is is pretty great. And so that's the way it works for us. It's a, it's non-traditional. It's not a typical way that, that film festivals work. But it's really cool because the filmmakers are kind of doing their own job of making sure that their films are seen and we're just all about providing as much opportunity as possible for them. Oh, that's, I mean, this is, so fantastic. I, I had the good fortune when I was in college to start Hawaii's first ever student film festival. And we would show films from kindergarten through college. And then we ended up having venues on five islands. And um, it was just to, we thought, who's going to listen to a kindergarten making a film? Now, this was before uh, 90% of high schools had digital or had an avid suite and digital camera. I mean, I remember the first year there was like 10 schools in the States. We ended up showing 230 films from 30 schools on five islands. And this was like 2000, 2001, 2002 and three. So um, this was still even when digital was new, as you know, to filmmakers uh, that have the money and have the voice. And, and I can honestly say what I used to always love and that I loved about seeing these docs or anything that's a new voice is uh, I've stolen shots from second grade filmmakers. And it's <laughs> because it's, because you know how it is. It's like, it's like they, they have that innocence, right? They haven't maybe like lost a parent or been through a relationship or so it's just like they're all they know is the camera and their story. And, you know, and, and they're not worried about the line producer. The eight. So, so that's what I was really liking that grabbed me with the, um, I hadn't looked at what the program was. And sometimes I do that to not give myself bias. I just started looking at uh, Cowgirl Up and Sanctuary. And oh, I'm yeah. going to, uh, I'm going to review uh, Seeking Shelter. Um, I've, I've already reached out to, uh, with Annie to try to see if we can do an episode in May with them because one of our producers worked at a humane society for years. So the second that came on, I thought, you know what, 
we got to talk about this animal situation. Uh, my dog, all no pun intended, is my is my best friend. She, if I'm having nightmares, she wakes me up to make sure I'm okay. Um, and then, of course, beacons um, being so important. Talking about what what with what artists do, and I mention these these films because. We try to tell our audience to keep a list because whether it be that they're going to show at another festival or maybe like you're saying, the filmmaker goes on and does something else. And then you hear what was a short film they made and you go, oh, hey, you know, so we're always trying to get people. And once we revamp our website, uh, something that we would do is say, take the Fusion Doc list and have it permanently on our website so people can... Uh, always have those reference points of those things, not just that what we reviewed, but so filmmakers have a place that their films will stay being discussed and heard about. And, you know, whether it's just a written review or the, or it's just a place to um, have someone know that the films are out there. Uh, that's how we feel that we can contribute. And then also uh, I'm sure this is something that, you know, the mission of your festival our, our uh, producing team is uh, two women and two men. And then our correspondents are actually now three women and two men. And uh, then we even have every age group from a 20-year-old sound, sound man to a 72-year-old producer who's just been a... a film buff since he was 14 so kind of why i saw this like we're super like-minded yeah yeah so so i i never i never mentioned the show or anything about us but i'm uh we wanted that we wanted this to be like two people talking at starbucks and i and and just going through your website i'm going like uh we're talking at starbucks but we're doing a show so i i really want you to know that this is um, that you really touched a, a chord here. Now, I know uh, there's, there's no such word as favorite. I know when we discuss films, we can say favorite director or something, but uh, host or when you're doing something, did you have a block that appealed to your sensibility the most that you would like to uh, mention or discuss? You know, the animation block was really strong. We had also had the adventure block. Okay, I'm not really saying a favorite. Sorry, but my favorite. Oh, no, of course. Yeah, no, no favorite. Yeah, animation. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Animation and adventure was incredible. Um, The Fusion Doc Challenge and Project Earth Doc Challenge films, mind-blowing, especially since they were made in five days. And then um, the Women's Film Challenge really had some quality cinema, so it was just amazing. And, Paul, I've so appreciate this interview. It sounds like we're super like-minded and I'm going to have to jump to my next thing, but thank you so much for talking about the audience awards today. Oh no, you're totally welcome. And again, any you want to come back this, this, your organization, your events, uh, you know, if you have filmmakers that need support press, sure. you know, let us, yeah. let us know We're we're open and, and thank you for joining us today. And we're gonna yeah, um, yeah. we're gonna jump into reviews now. So uh, we okay. uh, we look forward to that. And you have a you have a right. wonderful day. And and it's nice to meet you. You too. Thanks, Paul. Talk to you soon. Bye bye. Take care and aloha.
that was really great. And I want to just say to the audience that that was, uh, for new listeners, that, that was not usually how episodes go. It was, uh, you have a host here who's just open to admitting that he was just so excited about the content that to me, this show is also jazz. And I thought, you know what? I'm not going to contain my si- uh, my excitement. I'm not going to write some A, B, C, D, E outline that because these are about new voices and because these are about going with everything, animation, uh, you know, women, women who don't have a camera, and now they do. Um, I want to talk about a few films because there was just some really great ones. I saw that it got to be where I thought um, – there's going to be too many for me to review and we try to even it out with every festival. So I'm going to talk about three different films that were really great. And they, uh, um, uh, one was in the, um, I'm sorry, I have to look at the exact block again here because I scrolled around as Paige was talking uh, okay, one, oh no, actually they were all fusion doc. One was Cowgirl Up, the other was Seeking Shelter, and the, uh, and the last one was Beacons. Now, I'm going to start with Cowgirl Up. Just the basic story was this uh, African-American girl uh, looking to become the best at what she does with rodeo and make the national finals. Um, now again, with short films, you always run the risk of spoiling the story, but then also when something's five or seven minutes, there's, it's, there's not much you can really say past, keep an eye out for it, cowgirl up. But this was great to see someone who was, who wasn't gonna, you know, I I am a motor mouth and and this is making me tongue tied. And I mean that in the nicest way to the audience awards. I was so inspired watching this girl discuss her dreams because I think we all have that. And in some cases we lose it. It, you know, movies start to become a business or we have a bad experience or a deal goes wrong or a film doesn't do well. And these films just were staying truthful to the humanity of the subject. And so cowgirl up, I know I'm going to hear about the fact that this, I didn't write her name down, so I'm not being lazy. I know I'm going to hear about the fact that this woman achieved her dream and, and became uh, the African-American winner of this rodeo. Um, Seeking shelter, as I said with Paige, we're going to make, we're going to try in May to have an episode where we get this director on, and discuss this situation. Of course, it's about uh, the problem in a lot of cities, but Los Angeles has a big problem with uh, ant- dogs and animals and that they have to put them to sleep and trying to combat that and find them homes or just keep it from the, the, the killed. Uh, I, I actually have a dog who we got from the uh, local Humane Society and other than that, everybody loves their dog so much. She was abused. If I am sweeping the kitchen, she'll hide. Um, if I put shoes on too close to her, she gets scared. And she's been with us four years. And so this film really 
hit home to me because I thought, you know, these dogs have real PTSD and I do compare them to war veterans because it doesn't go away. I think in four years, you're with someone who lets you sleep on two pillows, gives you two blankets and, and treats you like you're the queen of the world. And you remotely think that them sweeping the floor would be a harm to you. So this film really touched me to where we're going to hope to get them on as a guest in May. Of course, for the show, we have to do maintenance, and this is all due respect to the Audience Award Festivals. We have Newport Beach Film Festival coming up and Sunscreen. So that's the only reason why our Audience Award, if we can get the Seeking Shelter filmmakers, um, would come in May. The last film I wanted to talk to talk about beacons i am so excited because we uh every uh something i learned and this is my third year it's my it's my 17th year with doing stuff in film it's my seventh year in journalism and of course you should always be respectful and you should always um you know watch what you should say and and i respect others opinions and I'm an American citizen, and but this being about artists talking about how the world has changed with the new, I don't even like saying president, I refuse to say the things together. This show is not censored, and this is the chance to where I'm going to review the film. And as an artist, these artists shared, so I thank them for giving this show a chance now to share some things to where we're not bringing up politics and we're not bashing anyone and we're not bringing anyone down. We're discussing a film. Uh, This film alluding to that it is scary and it is, do we become activists or do we stay as artists? Do we have more responsibility now as a citizen or do we have to keep creating movies that are just entertainment? Now that's my take on it. Um, It is audacious what happened with this election. It is um, probably one of the saddest things I think that has happened in American history. And and don't hold me to, I'm saying it's to 9-11 or World War II or Vietnam. My father's a Vietnam veteran, all that, that's put aside. I'm talking here about how artists having to watch what they say, having freedom of speech, be in trouble, um, having no respect for women from so many people. I mean, the the leader of our country doesn't respect women. Uh, we live in a country where artists think they don't have a president. And that's really interesting to me. And the fact that somebody went out and put this on film and, and, and didn't do it as a George Clooney who doesn't have to worry how it affects their career. And I'll do respect to him. One wonderful guy. Um, got to PA a film he worked on. He's a fantastic uh, human, does tons of work for the world. Um, wasn't someone who's, you know, retired so they can just say what they want and not care about the repercussions of the next gig. And I had a father who taught me about history and taught me about how to treat veterans and taught me about the assassination of Kennedy, the Kennedy brothers and to pay attention. I had a history teacher in high school who, who always gives me the real scoop. I call him the real news. Now that we have false news, uh, I don't pay attention to news outlets. I call him and I say, Hey man, I need to know what the news is. And 
Yeah, it's a bad hangover. It's a scary time. I want to say that this film, uh, I never say there's the best and there's no favorites. Sorry for the washing machine going off, but hey, you know what? Right now it's jazz and we're going with it. Uh, the Beacons just begged the question that we, we do need to question things. We do need to talk about things that people might not want to hear. Uh, and, and always respect, you know, it's, you don't yell, you don't get violent. You don't say, shut the F up. Uh, you don't use racial epithets. Uh, if we want a society where opinions are respected, and if I want you to respect my opinion, then I need to be willing to in some way respect your opinion. So I have to mention a film titled Trumped on Showtime, Showtime on demand through Amazon Prime or probably just whatever streaming that can get Showtime. It chronicled this election and it was just so informative about the audaciousness of how the media was manipulated and just the, the just the situation that we've been put in through our leader of wondering who we can talk to. And this applies to what we can do with our art because talking is an art form. Talking is jazz. Jazz is talking. Jazz is life. Art is life. And we now have to know someone 10 years before we can discuss, uh, I'm not going to say leader. He's not a leader. Uh, before we can talk about these things. So, I'm going to wrap this up because I'm just enjoying a moment of grace and gratitude. I have to say thank you again to Annie. I have to say thank you to Paige. I have to say thank you to the filmmakers who I didn't get to talk to or meet, but for putting your work in the world. And I have to say thank you for, <laughs> for rolling with me sounding like this was the probably, you probably, some of you think this is the first show I hosted but I am just so floored and thankful by experiencing this work. And yeah, I'm going to let it go on again. Thank you to the audience awards for everything you do and for this moment of grace. Aloha to everyone. And in the vein of beacons, most of all peace because we sure as hell need it. Aloha.